Imagine if you could sit down at your desk in the morning, piping hot coffee in hand, you could pop open your laptop, double click on a document on your desktop that says life plan, so you could check on what's happening this week, this month, or even this year. Well, I wanna help you create that plan. Let's spend five days together making a roadmap for your future so that you can live all the rest of your days on purpose. Yes, you can own the future that's coming your way. The five-day Own Your Future Challenge is absolutely free to join, and I've got a spot with your name on it. Don't let another week, month, year, or even decade pass you by without owning the vision for who you want to become and the impact you want to make while you're alive. This is five free days of learning from incredible world leaders, helping you to uncover who you truly are and leading you to craft a roadmap and set goals aligned with the future meant for you. This is important. Join me and other amazing global leaders and experts to help you own your future starting May 11th. You can join right now for free at jennaschallenge.com. That's jennaschallenge.com for the five-day Own Your Future Challenge. I can't wait to see you there. You're listening to The Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 41. Today, I am hanging out with Emily Knotts of Crisp Interiors, and we're going to talk all about the collaboration process, how we teamed up for the Kutcher condo, and what that entire process looked like from start to finish. You can see their handiwork at thekutchercondo.com. We would absolutely love to have you stay with us and be our guests and share all of the Aloha vibes with you. Again, you can check out exactly what we're talking about in our new island home at thekutchercondo.com. Without further ado, let's dive on in. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. This episode of the Gold Digger podcast is sponsored by HoneyBook. HoneyBook is the management software that I use to stay organized, manage invoices, get paid, and give every client an elevated, unforgettable experience. HoneyBook is offering 20% off exclusively for Gold Digger listeners. Just go to honeybook.com slash gold digger to get started and get your life back today. Hey, Gold Diggers, welcome to today's episode. I am with such a special woman today, and I'm so thrilled to have her on the show. I get to introduce you to Emily Knotts, who has come into my life over the last year, and now we've been working super closely together on a super fun project. Emily is based in Charlotte. She's a mom of two, and she is the owner of Crisp Interiors. And today we're going to do a semblance of a coaching session and just a conversation to kind of talk through what we've been up to behind the scenes and also to just kind of see where Emily is headed. So welcome to the show, Em. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am thrilled of to be course. here. Of course. I'm so excited. So let's just kick it off and I would love for you to tell people kind of about your entrepreneurial journey, how you got to where you are today and what that's looked like for you. Awesome. Okay. Well, so I'm sure my story is kind of like a lot of entrepreneurs. My journey to today has been kind of windy and lots of twists and turns. And so after college, I took a job in Dallas and then in New York City. And 
finally um, made my way back to Charlotte, and that's where I met my husband, Michael. And at that point, when I met Michael, I was teaching second grade and really had no plans of ever starting my own business. Like, honestly, it just didn't ever cross my mind. So it all happened kind of organically. It happened when Michael and I got married, and I moved into his I like to call it bachelor pad on the lake and quickly realized that it just didn't feel like me. When Michael always tells this story that the day after the honeymoon, he came home and all of the shag carpet, like a 70 shag carpet had been pulled up and I had pulled <laughs> it up and we were left with plywood floors. And I was just trying desperately to make it feel more like me and like a reflection of us and like a home that I felt at home in, I guess. And so it's funny. He came home and he was so patient and so sweet. And he said, you know, like we can't afford hardwood floors right now. <laughs> That's a big investment. <laughs> so I just kind of had to make do. And so we painted those subfloors with porch paint. And so we lived with plywood painted floors for a couple of years. And it was fun. And so then along the way, we did lots of little DIY projects together. And we're just trying to make this house that had been his feel like ours and just a reflection of us. I remember late one night, I remember exactly where I was. I was just sitting at the kitchen island and I just decided I'm going to create a blog. And I hardly knew what a blog was and I knew for sure that no one would ever read it. I just wanted to document our DIYs and our adventures as newlyweds. And I guess fast forward six months or so and I started getting emails from actual readers who were not my mom and not my sister and I was shocked <laughs> it, was, it just felt so surreal and and then people actually started asking me to help them decorate their houses and I still can't believe this but I I was especially shocked that people would pay me to do what I loved and I, I still can't get over that like I just never realized that you could have a job that you were so passionate about and get paid for it so then we just kind of kept going forward slowly with, you know, I was still working. I still had a full-time job. And then we had two babies in two years. And then by that time had saved up a little bit more money. So we were able to do a big major renovation on our house. And during all of that time, I just fell in love with design. And I fell in love with the idea of making your home just really special and meaningful and just a place that you can serve others well in. So then at that time, I did stop teaching and became a full-time mom. Although I really had always wanted to be a full-time mom and stay-at-home mom, there was just something in me that I just felt like I needed a creative outlet. Outside of diapers and sippy cups and play dates, I needed something that just was creative and was an expression of who I was outside of being a mom. So just really just this past year, I've decided to jump into the business with both feet and I've just embraced it and become really comfortable owning that title of entrepreneur and business owner. And I have fallen in love with entrepreneurship and the side of it, not so much the financial side of it, but just making people feel really valued and loved and learning how to serve clients well. I just, I love the whole process. That's kind of where I am today. I can tell you that you do an amazing job at just that. And I would love for you to tell people how our paths crossed and a little bit about what we've been up to too. So just this past year, I was blessed to welcome Gretchen Chapman to the team at Crisp Interiors, and she and I bonded over our love of white spaces and 
bright and airy coastal, kind of modern coastal decor. And she's just been such an asset to the team. And we also bonded over our love of Jenna Kutcher. So the first conversation I had, I remember, you know, dropping Jenna's name and something. She's like, oh my gosh, you love Jenna. I love Jenna. And it was just so perfect. So one night she either texted me or emailed me and said, hey, Jenna just bought a condo in Maui. And, you know, what if she would want our help designing? And so I was like, surely she's just Surely not, but you never know. So that morning when the kids were at preschool, I sat down and and wrote you an email and asked if I could help decorate your condo in Maui. And I was like literally jaw on the floor when you wrote me back like 10 minutes later and like, yes, let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) It was just one of those, I mean, seriously pinch me moments. It just felt so natural, like such a natural partnership. So I was just thrilled when you said yes. (laughs) amazing. Well, I think that one of the coolest things and what I'm really excited to talk a little bit about is approaching collaborations because a lot of people have so many questions and a lot of people see the power in collaborations. Mm-hmm. But one thing that was just so different about the way you approach me because we got flooded with emails when we announced our condo and it was so exciting, but it's also just so overwhelming. And it's like, you know, you're looking at portfolios and you're trying to figure out what's going to make sense. And the thing that you brought up, and I think you did a lot of things correctly in the sense of like, I was all in without a single hesitation was you introduced yourselves. You said that, you know, you had taken a course of mine and you just wanted a way to give back to me with nothing in exchange for, or nothing, not asking for anything in return. And just the excitement and the way that you said things, I was like, oh, we are going to be friends, (laughs) whether or not you're ready. But you know, Talk a little bit about, you know, reaching out and and what that looks like, because one of the best ways that you can genuinely grow your business is by doing collaborations. But instead of saying, what can you do for me? It's what can I do for you? And so I'd love to just hear a little bit about, you know, reaching out and what that felt like and, you know, what we've been up to since. Yeah. So I just, I remember feeling so at ease writing you that email and this speaks to to you, Jenna, just because you make everyone feel like we are your best friends. And I just felt like I was writing a friend. And so in that email, it wasn't like I wanted you to shout me out or I wanted anything in return. I just felt like because Jenna, you do such a good job of serving other people. I wanted to find a way to give something back to you and serve you in return. And just because you did feel like a friend, it's something that I would have done for, you know, my college roommate or something else. Like it just felt so easy and fun and natural. And so reaching out to you, it felt right. So when you said yes, Gretchen and I were screaming for a second. And then when we, (laughs) when we got our thoughts together, we realized that we just wanted to put our all into this for you because honestly, I have taken two of your classes and I think that is just the way that my business has grown this year. I mean, I always give you full credit because you have spoken so much truth and wisdom into the business and I just wanted it to be a way to say thank you. So after well, you said you've yes, done that, <laughs> well, after you said yes, we kind of collected our thoughts and then we had some limitations, as you know, but being on Maui, it's a whole different experience. So we learned a ton as well because not everyone ships to Maui. And if they do, it's super expensive. And there was just a lot that we had to work together on. But you were so gracious and patient with us along the way. And 
I feel like it's just going to be amazing. I can't wait for people to see it. Oh, I can't wait. So one of the things that this experience has just really taught me, and especially about what you guys do, and we were kind of laughing about this earlier, but throughout this experience, so one of the coolest things was we were actually in the Dominican when I got the email with their mock-ups of our space, and they have literally just seen photos of our space. We had no measurements because we had literally just closed, (laughs) and the mock-up were like so incredible and to me I was like well here it is like this is what our space is going to look like but what has been even more insane to me is the amount of work that you have had to do in order to coordinate shipping and reach out to contractors and I mean you went as far as to like finding local designers and asking them like what is the inside secret for this stuff because it is it it was such a challenge and for me I can't even I mean I've told my mom I'm like they are angels because this experience has been happening during a whirlwind time. You know, we lost my grandma. We were in the Dominican. We had a big launch. And so having somebody that cares for your space like it's yours without ever seeing it and even just contacting people on our behalf, it has been like the, I don't know, I can't even say it enough, but I'm just so excited for people to see this space that you guys have designed and to be able to put it all together. And I also think we need a plan for you guys to like go out and see it yourselves, you know? Oh, that sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk about... It's just so nice because Gretchen and I do know how busy you are. And I think I've said this to you a hundred times. I don't know how you do all that you do, but it was just such a pleasure to be able to take something off of your plate and say, hey, don't worry about it. Like we'll take care of it. And that is what we do on a daily basis with our clients as well. We just, you know, our clients are super busy and they've got lots going on. And sometimes design is not their forte or it's not their priority. And it's just so nice to be able to serve people in that way and say, hey, you worry about what you're really good at and we'll try to make this amazing for you. And so it was just, it was neat to be able to work all the behind the scenes while you were running your empire. (laughs) Well, you absolutely did that. We are so excited to share the space with everyone and to just put it all together and see it because it's been like one order over here and then like one pickup (laughs) over here. And so we're just ready to like get there and just put it all together. And, you know, I think Hawaii for us was such a redemption song for so many reasons in our life and our business. And so to be able to provide a space like that for other people, we're really, really thrilled. So let's talk about your business and And, you know, what kind of things are you working on or what is your biggest question right now for where you want to be going? Right. So this past year, like I said, it's kind of grown and we've just gone all in with it. So we have an online shop where we sell vintage Turkish rugs. And then we've from there also started doing remote designs, just like kind of like we did with you, virtual designs for people all over the country. So that has been just a neat way to expand our reach and to be able to serve people that aren't just in the Charlotte area. So our goals for this year would just be to, I think, attract more of our dream clients. And I know you talk about this a lot, Jenna, and I think I've told you this several times. You were the dream client that we've always wanted to have. You're just, you were so easy to work with and gracious and thankful. And you never ended an email without saying thank you so much. So it was just a pleasure to work with you. And we just want to serve people really well so that we keep attracting those dream clients of ours. So that's one of our big goals this year. And then we also just kind of along the same lines with serving people, Jenna, you have introduced us to the concept of jab, 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 right hook. And Mm so I'd love to just kind of pick your brain about other ways, how you serve or how we could potentially serve clients 
instead of just always asking them to choose us, choose me, you know, go to our shop or, you know, buy a a design from us. We want to be able to offer them meaningful and valuable content so that they do feel like we're different. We set ourselves apart by serving other people instead of just, you know, shouting, choose me all the time. Absolutely. So I think one of the first things that we should talk about is the ideal client conversation. And I think so many people really struggle with this because they're not quite sure how to define their ideal client. And once they have it defined, it feels like this like mythical unicorn. Like, (laughs) where are these people in the world and how in the heck do we find them? And so what I love is that, and you did say this while we were emailing each other, you're like, we have been trying to figure out who our ideal client is and they are just like you. And so one of the things that I think was brilliant on your part, it was approaching a collaboration and saying, Hey, like we want to do this because one, when you serve people well, and I think what totally set you apart was that you were like, we don't expect anything in return. We need nothing from you. We don't want anything from you. It made me that much more like scouring my brain of like, how can I give back to these women? Like, what can I do to give back to you? And so a lot of people, when they have a platform and I can just flat out say this, like we feel used, like a lot of people will see a number and they're like, we want you to post our product. Well, awesome. But I didn't grow my platform by posting your product. And so (laughs) respecting people's platforms, but also being so smart with your collaborations. And I think that you already have such a good head on your shoulder in terms of doing this. And, you know, I mentioned this before, but like I grew my following from being really strategic with partnerships, but not in the sense of like wanting things in return, but in the sense of serving. And I think it just comes with that servant's heart. And I believe in karma. Like I believe in all the good vibes. So one thing is, is like, we're just so thankful for all you guys have done. And so we're obviously going to share you. We're also going to provide you with content that you can share and now you can say okay we've had the chance to work with Jenna you know and so you're creating this almost circular marketing machine where we're sharing you you're sharing us and it's just going to create content in a really cool way that's very organic and I always struggle because I think you have to be very conscious of how you're spending your time and so you don't want to go out and do 10 pro bono projects and think that like okay next year I'm going to make six figures. I think because especially as a mom of two, like your time is so limited. And so when people look at collaborations, I always say like, you know, try to get one or two or maybe three big ones a year and then just make sure that you follow through and you give that experience and you make those people feel so valued because, you know, happy clients are going to be happy and they might leave you a good review, but raving clients, they're going to come back and bring their friends, you know? And so it's like a lot of times I think the problem is, is that people will spread themselves too thin and they'll lose that experience. And then no one's going to come and have that full experience enough to want to share about it. So I think you're already on to something great. The next thing is, is keeping up with that tone of voice. When you emailed me, it was so comfortable. Like you said, it was like talking to a friend, treat every potential client that way, because that conversation felt so easy and natural. And you spoke to this. And I think that a lot of times if we're emailing a friend versus emailing our dream client, it can feel like two (laughs) totally separate conversations conversations and we go into selling mode. And so look back at like what you sent and like, that's the kind of stuff you want to have 
all the time because that conversation, you know, I got 10 other emails from 10 other designers and nothing felt the way yours made me feel. And I think that that is like your best tool and you know how to use it because that's how you speak. That's your voice. So I think that those are two really good things. And to think about, you know, where is your ideal client hanging out for you? It's probably Instagram. So how are you creating a lot of content that speaks directly to those people that addresses their biggest pain points? So, you know, you probably would love to work with, you know, like entrepreneur or girl bosses or like really empowered women who are busy, but who appreciate good design and good quality, but might not have the time to source it. So, you know, sharing little tips or like check out this table we found at Target or things like that where, you know, your ideal client might not spend $5,000 on a coffee table, but they would love to see how you can make a $100 table look like a $1,000 table. You know, just little tips like that where people start seeing design doesn't need to be out of reach or out of budget. It can be so effective. And I think what was so incredible about the way that you designed our space is that we said, okay, we have like a $10,000 budget and you have to find things that ship to Maui or are on the <laughs> island, which are two giant issues you know that's it is so tricky exactly and so exactly and I think that a lot of people you know don't think like when you think designer you think restoration hardware and all of those things and those are all incredible and beautiful but you also don't have to pay a ton of money for incredible design you can mix and match you know we invested in awesome patio furniture but then we were able to find a better value for you know a coffee table or things like that. And I think that a lot of times people get intimidated by the design process because it can feel so out of reach or out of budget. And so I think your gifting is in sharing how to take, you know, very simple things and make them beautiful. And I think that's your aesthetic as well. Yeah, that is exactly how we want to present ourselves to clients. And that's kind of why we expanded into e-design as well, just not only so that we could reach more people around the country, but also that we could just take the intimidation out of design mm-hmm. and just just show people that like you can give us a budget and we'll stick to that. And it doesn't have to all happen in one weekend and you don't have to have a designer come in and because that's a really vulnerable place for clients to be, I think, you know, to open their home to a designer mm-hmm. and say, hey, I need your help. Like, that's a really, that's a vulnerable place for them to be. And we want to be respectful of that, but also show them that that it can be fun and it can be kind of easy, really. And we can give you a vision. And then we know that not everyone has $10,000 to spend on one room. So you give us a budget and then we give you kind of like the roadmap. So those mock-up virtual rooms that we do, kind of like the roadmap. And then the client is then able to just put the room together as the budget allows. So Absolutely. I love that about eDesign because it just it makes it seem so much more approachable and fun. And we want it, that's really what we want it to be is an experience for the client. Because at the end of the day, Gretchen and I both know, and I know, Jenna, you know this too, it's it's about relationships and it's, mm-hmm. it's about how we make people feel. So if this is a way that we can serve them well and make them feel more comfortable about their home and less intimidated, we're just so excited to do that. 
Absolutely. And I think, too, when we start thinking about serving, you know, you guys are already doing a lot of serving, whether or not you understand that, mm-hmm. like through your blog, through your email list that you guys are growing, there's a lot of ways that you can serve. And one of the things that I want to remove from your mental space so that it frees up more room for dreaming is to stop feeling like if you are posting about like a success or something exciting, like there is so much room on the internet for celebration and we've all seen humble brags and I think that we all can roll our eyes sometimes when people are like just went for a 10 mile run and you're like good for you I sat on the couch and watched Netflix today and now I feel really crappy about myself but I think that there is a really cool way to celebrate um, and to encourage other people to step in and celebrate alongside of you and I think that it all comes down to why are you posting this and who is it serving and I think when you ask yourself those questions, you know, there are things where we do feel uncomfortable sharing it, but I also think if we're not sharing it and we're not inviting people to join us in the good stuff, you know, where does that leave the internet? And I know last week I was like having a crummy day. It was dark and rainy out and I felt like the internet was this like black hole of negativity. And I was like, goodness, can somebody just share something awesome that's happening in their life? Cause I want to like be happy for other people. And so I want to remove that fear of yours because even when we shared like I was like share that you're working with us like (laughs) post about it like share that like you are so encouraged to do that and that's such an exciting thing and so I always say you know do it within reason like don't let every single post be like look at how awesome I am but I also think like people want to be led into the process and I think a really cool blog idea that we could do together is to talk about like working together and you know how we went from mock-up to reality and show photos of the like space that you designed and then what the actual room looks like and you know talk about the challenges we saw or talk about the changes that we made and why we made them but to let people into that full process because I think it can remove that intimidation and even when I go through you know teaching courses like we want to show people as much as possible so that they feel confident in it and I think that's something we've learned is that you know if people are feeling hesitant or a little worried and I know you felt this way about investing in yourself and your business, you want to remove as much of that doubt as possible. And I think the same can go with the design process too. That's so true, Jenna. I've never thought about it like celebrating, like celebrate with me or Mm -hmm. celebrate with us. I've always thought it as, you know, I'm going to appear arrogant or, you know, I don't want to be too self-promoting. But I think that's just such a good, you know, that flips the script on just on what I post because I, I really, that is the last thing that either Gretchen or I want to do is to appear self-promoting and look at us, look at us. But you're right. People do want to celebrate and celebrate with you. So I love that. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. And I think too, I mean, like your guys' hearts are like hearts of gold. And so I don't think anyone would ever think anything negative about it. And one of the biggest things that I've learned, especially over the years, is when I was starting out, and I mean, you've had your business, but you are still at those like beginning big steps and hurdles is like sharing like, oh my gosh, just book this client. And it's just a reminder for other people like, oh yeah, she's doing that now. And I think that it's a very good thing. And a lot of times we are just so close to our own content that we feel like, oh my gosh, if I post something like this again, people are going to be so annoyed but it's like nobody is sitting there refreshing your feed like 
<laughs> nobody is like waiting for your new blog post to come up and nowadays we're so busy that it's like there will be a day that I don't even go on to Instagram at all and then there will be a day where I sit there and scroll for hours and so it's like just reminding yourself like look at your own user habits like you are not keeping up with every single person and every single blog and so when you can take that magnifying glass off of your own work and say like I am so close to this right now but no one else on planet earth is this close to it and so yeah maybe something is similar to what you posted a week ago nobody cares you know it like takes the pressure off of it we think about ourselves way more than anyone else does (laughs) and everyone else is thinking about themselves so (laughs) that is hilarious so what did it look like for you guys when you decided to like actually make a go at this and invest in yourself and you know say like I'm legit going for this business thing yeah. So just this past year, like I said, is when we have, or I have really been like, I'm all in, like, I'm not going to be scared anymore just to say, this is what I do. Like previously I had just been like, Oh yeah, I help people design homes on the side and I just wouldn't really own it. So this year I just felt the Lord leading just to go all in. And one of my biggest hangups, I think maybe I share with a lot of other entrepreneurs, I'm not sure is, is just that overwhelming sense of failure, A, and then B, feeling like a fraud. Like, who does she think she is doing this, you know? And I just have really struggled to overcome that. And this year I was just like, you know what? Honestly, Michael, my husband always says this to me and it just sticks with me as, you know, so what? If you fail, it's okay. Like whether you fail miserably and fall on your face and lose everything or you're a raving success, like that just doesn't define you. And, and what you produce does not define your worth. So just realizing that just gives me more freedom to go out there and fail if I need to, or if that's what happens. So after I kind of got over that hurdle, I was just more free to just try. And, and I've started viewing everything as more like an experiment rather than Mm -hmm. did this work or did I fail or did I succeed? It's just more like analyzing what things I did that were really benefiting the business. So anyways, after deciding that, I have learned a huge lesson of the importance of investing in yourself. And I know it probably sounds cliche, but it's been a game changer for me. I remember, I don't even know where I first found you, Jenna, but as soon as I did, I just felt like you were the person that was going to help me take this business to new levels. And Mm -hmm. so I remember very clearly sitting again at my computer and pushing enter on sending a payment for your Instagram course. And at first I felt guilty and I was like, gosh, no, I can't, you know, that the kids need clothes and we need, Mm -hmm. you know, pay for college and all that other stuff. But I have this year, I've seen firsthand the value of believing in your business and then investing time and money into it. And um, it is paid off. Oh my goodness. It's paid off so much. And I know I sound like I'm a walking Jenna Kutcher commercial, but it, it's the truth. <laughs> like I took your Instagram course and that changed everything for me. I learned, you know, that it's, it's more about, it's more about trying to reach out to people and connect with them on a deeper level, you know, pretty little squares on Instagram. It's just about making connections and serving people well there. And then I, of course I took your email list course and list to launch and funny story. I mean, you told me this would happen, but every time I send out an email, like it is amazing because I get so many more inquiries and Mm -hmm. so many more sales in the shop, like within minutes. And it does, I know you always say this, but it does feel so much more natural just to talk to these people that really 
say, hey, yeah, I want to stay in touch with you. I want to know what's going on rather than shouting on Instagram all the time. So, so investing in myself in the business has been huge this year. Amazing. I'm yes. proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's all because of you, but really also learning to work in a team, you know, having just previously prior to this year, I was kind of lonely in this business. You know, the kids would sleep a lot and mm-hmm. I would just be working by myself. And, and then of course, you know, you, like you said, you go down that black hole of comparing yourself to strangers on the internet and constantly feeling anxious, at least for me, and just not enough. And just honestly, like a fraud, like, who are you to build this business? And why do you think that this will succeed? And all those little nasty voices that we hear in our heads, but community changed that completely for me. When Gretchen came on board, just having her to bounce ideas off of, and then meeting with other creatives in our industry, that has, we've just learned so much from each other. And then I think that it's, it's just neat how we can learn from each other's both expertise and vulnerabilities and just say to them, yeah, me too. And I get it. And that makes all the difference in the world. So those two things this year have been huge for me. That's incredible. It's such a true statement. Like I think too, especially when it comes to investing in your business for the first time where you're like, all right, like I am putting money down and saying that I'm going to do this. It's kind of like that crazy accountability with yourself where you're like, I'm going to prove to myself that I am worth this. And I think too, I always tell a story of, I remember when I was first starting out as a photographer, And I was driving to my corporate job and I was faced with like an investment option for my business. And it was the first time that I literally had to like pull out a credit card and be like, I'm going to do this. But I also remember thinking like, if I don't believe in myself enough to invest in me, how can I expect people to invest in this business and to like buy into it? And so whenever I put money down now these days, it's like, I am committing to myself that I will make it worth it because I don't want to make a bad decision, you know? So you're like, I'm the CEO. Like if I'm making these decisions, you better believe they're going to be worth every penny. And I think it's such a good challenge because it keeps us moving and going forward. And so I think that's incredible. I love that you brought up your email list because you guys have to check out and we'll go through all of Emily's accounts at the end, but the rugs that she has, they are insanely gorgeous. And I think that, you know, like you said, people are more willing to buy when you're sending out an email and you're staying front of mind that way. Like if you're scrolling on Instagram, you might screenshot or save something and be like, I'll go back to that later. But I feel like we're always looking for any excuse to get out of our inbox. (laughs) You know, like get us out of this email zoo. Like let's look at pretty things. And so I think that's awesome. And I also think what you said too, that I value so much is like, I would rather speak to people that have opted in that have said like, yes, I am interested. I want to know or see more than to try and be like, Hey, everybody, look at this like and just hear those awkward crickets because we've all been there and so that's just so incredible so inspiring and something I think that is so clear for you as you're growing is that you're not interested in like a super fast grow like you want to take this so meaningfully and so intentionally and grow it and I think that what I see in you that is so incredible is that you are more about the right people and less about the numbers And I think you have to be in order to have a business at last. And so I want to encourage you there because I think you are on the money with that. (laughs) Yeah, it's funny that you say that because I remember having coffee with Gretchen and when we were talking about where we wanted the business to go. And I was like, gosh, I mean, 
but look at all these other designers. I mean, they have like 20 clients at one time and, you know, we just have like five or six. And, and she was like, but Emily, it's so cool that we, you know, God's giving us exactly what we can handle right now. If we had this huge rush of clients, like we wouldn't be able to serve them in the way that we want to. Like I want this to be almost like a boutique kind of experience, you know, where instead of like a supermarket, if that makes sense, just yes. so that they have this great experience and that we can really get to know them and, you know, get to know their family so that we can design a home that makes sense for them. And that's why I think designing, helping you with the condo in Maui was so much fun because I felt like I already knew you in a probably mm. kind of creepy way. I'm sure that sounds creepy, but no. I just, you know, just felt like we were friends. So to design something for you and Drew, it just felt so easy. And that's what I want for our clients. I want them to know that we value them first. And then it's always people over production. So I think you're right. Yeah. Like focusing on just those ideal clients and not this, you know, screaming to the masses. Absolutely. So one of your questions that I saw on your sheet was about creating a more consistent workflow. So do you want to talk about that at all? Yeah, I would love to have a more consistent <laughs> workflow. I have a three-year-old and a two-year-old. So the time that I actually get to spend working is nap time. So it's funny, like everyone that works with me, our clients know like at one o'clock, she'll be on the email or <laughs> she'll be blowing up my phone. So I would love to to kind of streamline that process a little bit so that it feels really special for every client. And but also it's just not so much work on our end and we're not recreating the wheel every single time. And I've, I think that I can't remember where you've talked about this, whether it was in your courses or a podcast, but just kind of working through templated emails and mm-hmm. then, you know, obviously making them personal as well, but just, it just takes a load off. And we've tried to start doing that recently and it's just, it's been a great tool doing more things like that. And I wanted to kind of ask you about, batching your content. I know that you talk about that a lot, but in terms of like, if I only have these like two windows, like nap time and then after bedtime to work, if it were you, would you just take one chunk of time and do one thing the whole time? Is that what you would suggest? Yeah. So I would suggest, cause I think it is such a struggle and I mean, I, you know, we don't have children, but even so switching to batch working this year has been mm-hmm. probably one of the best things I've done because I am all about efficiency to me. Like I hate wasting time and I'm like, I either want to be like in a coma on the couch watching a terrible <laughs> season of something, or I want to be like getting it done. And I have a tendency to have like 20 tabs open and I'm like clicking from task to task and forgetting what I was doing. And especially I think when I think about when we have a family and like when we're faced with the decision of like, okay, I got three hours to get through what used to take me eight hours. What will that look like? And one of the best things I would recommend is batching it out so that like Monday you do something, Tuesday you do something different, Wednesday you do something different. And even if it means that like, let's say you're checking your email twice a day. So during each section, but you're setting a timer for 20 minutes and you've got to like bust through those emails so that you can get on to your next task. We call it email ninja. I believe Nancy (laughs) Ray had something about that where she's like, you know, you could sit in your inbox all day and a lot of times sitting in your inbox is perpetuating more work for you. And so doing things like that, where it might not look like you're just doing one thing all week, but then also for you guys, what I think would be so incredibly helpful is to 
to, before you start on any content, is to plan out how that content is going to play out on all of your mediums so that you are creating intentionally. So let's say you're working on a new blog series. You can map out right away what posts are going to support this blog for Instagram. So like pulling, you know, one or two images that are then going to lead people to that post and then pulling out what kind of email could we send out around this content so that instead of creating four different pieces of content for all of your mediums, you're saying we're going to create one piece of content and here's how we're going to share it on all four platforms. And I think a lot of times we'll do something where we'll be like, okay, I'm going to write a blog on this. And then like the day it publishes, then you're like trying to create the Instagram posts around it. And then, you know, like, and so it's so much easier when you go in intentionally before you start creating and saying, how is this going to play out on each platform? And if it doesn't serve a platform, is there a way that we can make it? Or is there a tweak that we could do that would make it work? And I think that I've learned a ton about content creation process and I used to blog five days a week, which I don't know why I did that. That's crazy. I did it for like three years. And, you know, it was just, I was this content generating machine, but the content wasn't actually driving anything in my business. It was more this like habit that I had created that I like wasn't getting out of. And so now whenever we look at creating content, it always serves a purpose. And that purpose can be as simple as serving our audience, but it can also be as complex as leading them to a course or leading them to be my wedding clients or something like that. And I think that the, that intention piece helps when you have a limited amount of time because you're like, I know that this is making an impact in my business because, and so does that help at all? It does. It really does. And it also makes me think of kind of what you talk about in your Instagram lab is takes the intimidation out of what do I post? Mm -hmm. Because you always kind of know what your purpose is. So if you can go back to your purpose and then have your post match that, it's just ways to me that seems so much more natural than just coming up with something out of the air that's vague and probably doesn't really serve anyone well. So I love that. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes. And I think too, the biggest thing I can tell you is give yourself grace. Like there are going to be days where you get absolutely nothing accomplished. And then there are going to be days where you are just killing it. And I think that, you know, riding that wave and just really understanding like, you know, some days you're going to play with your kids on the floor and color pictures Mm -hmm. and that's productive too. And just giving yourself that grace as you grow, because, you know, it's so easy to look at people and be like, gosh, they just landed there. And how did this all happen for them? But you know, there's so much, you know, going on nights and weekends and, you know, just giving yourself the grace to take each day as it comes, which I think is so great. I love that you have such an awareness of not putting the business over family and mm-hmm. not sacrificing precious moments, whether it's with your husband or your kids or your family for something that's, you know, just to get more likes or followers. And so I just, I never want to lose myself in pursuing this thing that I love, although I love it. And I know my passions are on purpose and they're given to me for a reason, but I never want to get, you know, to my sixties and say, gosh, like I missed the moments because I was pursuing something that really didn't even matter. So Mm -hmm. I love how you just keep that all in balance. It's 
It's really inspiring. Well, you're amazing. So if anyone wants to check out the work that Emily helped us complete, you can go to thecutcherconto.com. Crisp Interiors, they changed everything for us. I honestly think that we would have a mess if it weren't for you guys. And we're just so proud to be able to say that we teamed up with you for such a special project that's going to serve not just us, but so many people in terms of their vacation and time. So the Kutcher Condo, you can check it out. Where can everybody find you? You can yes. visit our shop at shopcrispinteriors.com. And like Jenna said, that's where we sell our vintage Turkish rugs. And that's just been such a neat place to connect with people. And then our website is crispinteriorshome.com. And then you can find us on Instagram at crispinteriors. Awesome. And we have one of their rugs in our condo and I can tell you, I wanted to order them all. And I, Emily was like, do you realize how much it costs to ship these suckers? And I was like, I don't even care. They are so beautiful. So everyone just make sure you check them out. And I think that you know, there's just so much to be learned, especially just watching you guys and, you know, seeing how intentional you've been. It's so encouraging. And I am just so thankful that our paths crossed and that you reached out and that we've built this friendship. You have been an angel in our lives. I tell you this all the time, but really, I just can't imagine doing this without you. So thank you for all you did. Thank you. Thank you for letting us help. It was, it was so, honestly, it was so much fun. We had a blast. Well, I can't wait for everyone to go check it out. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger. Dive into show notes for this episode and all past episodes at www.golddiggerpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. You gold digging dream chaser, you.